Hey everyone, Kevin Pound here, author of The Stupid History Book. From December 1st to the 15th, rush on over to stupidhistory.net for something special. This book is not just a great read, it's the perfect secret Santa or white elephant gift. Make this season memorable. Grab your signed copy at stupidhistory.net. Give the gift of history with the Stupid History Book. Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome back, everybody, to another week of Nailed It with St. Joe. It seems as though we have a lot to talk about. I've been away for a couple of weeks. Uh, Boy, where do I start? Lots of comments have come in since uh, the last couple of episodes. Let's start with two weeks ago. There was an interesting episode that... uh, I recorded, um, I decided to, um, uh, let's say partake in, uh, some activities and then get on the, uh, the microphone and record a episode. And, uh, I gotta tell you, a lot of people seem to like, uh, St. Joe in a, uh, relaxed environment. Um, so it was a pretty funny episode. I listened to it afterwards and I was like, man, um, probably not a good thing to, uh, to do that. Uh, so, Hey, you know what? We all like to have fun every now and then. And, uh, it was, uh, it was pretty funny. Um, but, um, yeah, it happens. So well, maybe, maybe I, I think people liked it. I thought it was very funny. My wife was cracking up about it and she's like, yeah, probably shouldn't do that again, but Hey, you know what? Um, I really, wanted to talk about some subjects and, and, um, I did. So I really thought that my friends, uh, helping out the Jags and the kids there, uh, was an important topic and, um, I don't feel sorry for it. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that that is a good thing that they're doing. And, um, each and every week they take their time to do it. So it's good. It is what it is. Uh, then I went on a little vacation and I did a replay of, um, the big nasty interview. Uh, and that is, that was a great episode. So if you missed it the first time and you listen to it again, uh, that was just a really good interview with, um, Keith Kunzig, the big nasty, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, but the vacation was great. Uh, we went down to Costa Rica and, uh, the mission was to catch a, a big fish. Uh, we celebrated my son's, uh, 15th birthday, and uh, we did we ended up going out on a fishing charter and he caught a about a nine foot 200 pound sailfish which was pretty crazy and pretty fun to watch him bring that in and reel that in and the smile didn't leave his face and uh you know he caught a couple other uh mahi mahi and uh, they were beautiful fish and the crew chopped them up and we took some back to the hotel and they cooked it up for us. So it was great. All in all, we had a really fun trip and, um, we're back. And this week, um, 
I think I've got a pretty good, um, maybe a controversial topic to, uh, to cover. Uh, but as always, I want to just, uh, put a big shout out to our unfiltered studios family. Uh, everybody there is putting out really good episodes. Uh, we're also growing. Uh, we've added another podcast to the, uh, to the family. Uh, so welcome the, um, the name of the podcast is how not to be an asshole. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out, you need to, um, and, uh, you know, we've got all the same, uh, all the, all the other brands that we're doing, uh, is great. We do have, uh, an announcement really, uh, that the refiltered, uh, has now, um, we've mentioned that it was under construction. Uh, it has been, a little bit of a change has come, but it's a good change because uh, if you're a longtime listener of refiltered, unfiltered, things like that, uh, everybody, the boys have all gotten back together. Uh, so it's going to be Kev, Biebs, myself uh, on every Wednesday, but we've renamed it or it's back to Unfiltered Sports Weekly. It is going to be purely a sports uh, podcast. And uh, this last week, uh, if you've listened to it, it was all about the college football rankings and what was going to happen in the playoffs for this weekend or this past weekend. Uh, so this week, we'll probably be talking about what's going to happen with the championship and the bowl predictions and things like that. Uh, but it was really fun. It was really good. And I think moving forward, it's going to be a lot of fun talking about the Jags, the NFL schedule. Um things of that nature, but it went really well. It was fun to have the crew back together. So uh, please uh, tune in each and every Wednesday for that. Uh, we're looking forward to moving forward with the uh, the old crew back together. Um, of course, we've got Sleepy G. We've got Pedals of Support. We've got Hypno Wellness. Uh, we've got Beebs doing Finding Your Way. Um, and then um, we've got Movie Lovers Unite doing, uh, boy, they're pumping out two or three uh reviews each week and uh we've got um of course our friends over at the two penny uh we can't forget about them uh every friday uh and they also do their youtube live on mondays um so you can tune in that uh oh and uh for unfiltered Unf Unf sports weekly we are also doing uh youtube live uh streams so you can always tune in on that uh, and answer questions and do things too so a lot of good things coming on, um, and we are always looking for more people to join. Uh, so if you're interested in starting a podcast or if you uh, have a podcast out there and you want to become part of it, uh, I mean, right now we're looking for true crime. We're looking for um, a foodie. We're looking for music. So if anything like that, you're listening and you want to come on board, you know, have at it. Give us a, give us a shout out and we'll see what we can do to help you. So, but with that, on with the show. Uh, this week, I have, I'm going to talk about a movie that is often um, controversial and has a long history of being controversial. Uh, seeing that uh, I'm recording this and uh, this is coming out at the beginning of December, December 4th. Uh, the Christmas holidays are upon us. Everybody's decorating. Everybody's got a lot of things up. If you're listening to the Stupid History Minute, uh, which you should be doing every day, uh, Kev has a theme going on right now. Uh, he is counting down 
movies. Um, I have a feeling he's counting on his favorite movies that are going to go to um, from uh, top or from bottom to top where he's going to end up with his number one favorite movie on uh, on Christmas Day, which I have a feeling I know exactly which one it is. But um, either way, I'm going to talk about a movie that I think is going to end up on Kev's list, uh, but often disputed on if it is a Christmas movie or not. It was released in 1988. Um, it was released in summer because it was going to be a summer blockbuster. Uh, grossed $140 million because it was released in summer, uh, which was one of the top 10 movies for the year. Um, but if you if you know what I'm talking about as is a, if it's a controversy on if it's a Christmas movie or not, I'm talking about the movie Die Hard. Very, very big uh, people are, are, are really on one side or the other on if this is a Christmas movie or if it is not. Um, there is a big line in the sand that says, yes, it is or yes, it's not. Well, my opinion is that it is a Christmas movie. Uh, and I'm going to give you about 12 reasons that I think that it is. Uh, specifically because there are so many things that are in the movie that do that and and you'll see when i tell you these things you're by the end of it you're gonna be yep it's a christmas movie and if you don't believe it after that i don't really care because like kev says this is my opinion and my opinion is usually right so here we go right from the top we're gonna take number one number one reason why this is die die hard is a christmas movie um it takes place on Christmas Eve, the day that the music takes place, when you walk into uh, what is it, Nak Nakatomi Tower, it takes place on Christmas Eve. Now, it's just because a, a movie set at Christmas Christmas means it's a Christmas film. Um, you could look at other movies like Rocky Four, L.A. Confidential, uh, things like that, that but. However, a Christmas movie needs to be set at Christmas and Die Hard passes the litmus test for being set on Christmas Eve. Number one. Number two, John McClane's wife is named Holly. Now, it doesn't get any more Christmassy than Holly. Um, the surname of John McClane's wife is a key bookend plot point and at the heart of the movie however it distracts maybe from the significance of her first name which is holly the most christmasy name that she could possibly have maybe she could have been called rudolph but doesn't really go well with uh with names but holly doesn't get much more christmasy than that number two Number three, the reason they go to the tower is that they're going there for a Christmas party. You can argue, again, the film uh, is actually about a Christmas party that's being ruined by a bunch of party crashers. 
Um, and given that the story unfolds in the same office, perhaps the whole movie is set in an office Christmas party gone very wrong. Um, and that it turns into a action movie because of this. But if you go back to the heart of it, the main reason, again, that they are even in the tower and the whole story begins is that they are there for a Christmas party. Um, so if you look at that, it is Christmas party. Number four. If you look at the soundtrack of this of this movie, it is full of Christmas music. Um, and Die Hard has a healthy dusting of Christmas classics from Let It Snow uh, to Run DMC's Christmas in Hollis. There's also Bruce Willis in the movie. He's whistling Jingle Bells. Um, you have Ode to Joy uh, that's used as the refrain throughout. And um, yeah, so if you look when the vaults open, uh, there's Christmas music playing um, and it's over the loudspeaker, you know, throughout the whole office. It's, it's again, Nakatomi Corporation. Um, it's it's just very, if you look at the sprinkle of Christmas movie, Christmas music throughout the movie, again, all signs point, Christmas, just four, four reasons so far that all point to Christmas. Um, number five, it is a Christmas family story. The plot of the movie revolves around every single Christmas movie. It's a dad struggling to be reunited with his family on Christmas Eve. It's, you know, Hallmark movie at its best. I mean, let's let's call it what it is. You turn on the Hallmark channel right now, every movie has something, uh, some kind of parent, some kind of something that they're separated. Uh, look at Home Alone. Perfect. They leave the kid at home and the whole movie is a struggle about they realize it and they're, all they're doing is eventually trying to get back home to get to Kevin, uh, reunite with the family. Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Um, some of the number six, some of the phrasing that's in the movie that's said by certain characters. Um, I'll give you one of the most uh, quoted ones in the movie um let's see um I, th I i believe it's well it's from one of the terrorists but he says now i have a machine gun ho 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 uh this is when john mcclain taunts the gang uh by staging a christmas gag with the body of the terrorist he's just killed it's the key moment of the film that could only occur at christmas uh, so yes, actually that was John, I'm sorry. That was John McClane that says it cause he, he actually, yeah, he shoots the terrorists. He holds them up as like a, a, uh, uh, a shield almost. And then he takes his machine gun and he says it, um, as he's walking around and he's like, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. So taunting, but come on, Santa Claus, ho, ho, ho Christmas. Um, let's look at number seven. Uh, the main character in the film 
is the Grinch. I mean, if you look at uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas, Hans Gruber is there at the Christmas party to steal Christmas. He's there for one reason. He's the terrorist. He's there to take over the tower and basically ruin Christmas. Therefore, being a Grinch. Uh, it's all about stealing the presents of the town. It's all about stealing uh, all the presents from Nakatomi Corporation. Grinch, Grinch, Grinch. The plot, again, everything that he wants to do is steal things away from people. He's the Grinch. Uh, let's look at some of the props that were used in the movie. Number eight. Uh, one of the most, the climax of the story is the showdown between John and Gruber. And Christmas wrapping tape is crucial to how this plays out. Uh, right? There's the, the one of the most iconic and most famous scenes is uh, when McLean walks across glass. And he's got to get across this movie. Well... If you haven't seen the movie, you should see the movie. Everybody should see this movie. It's ranked number 39 on AFI's top 100 movies. Uh, you need to see this. One of the most key and um, partial things of getting across the glass floor, Christmas wrapping tape. Pretty cool. Pretty fun. But, again, Christmas. Uh, number nine. It's not over yet. Uh, just when we think we've seen the last of the Grinch, he has one last stab at ruining Christmas for uh, for McLean's. Uh, but it's all saved thanks to a present that Holly gives to Gruber, and it is a Rolex watch. So once again, a Christmas present comes into play to save the day. Uh, but it would not have happened. If it wasn't for that infamous Rolex watch as a Christmas present. Uh, number 10, at the end of the movie, when they're all out of the plaza, they're all sitting there. Uh, John meets the uh, policeman that he's been talking to. He's sitting on the on the curb or, or he might have been the ambulance or something to that effect. But guess what? The music, Let It Snow, plays at the credits and it starts to snow how how poetic that at the end of the movie it starts snowing and what do you see on every single christmas movie snow it's beautiful it covers it starts coming they fade out it's a beautiful scene starts snowing and um yeah he's basically just spent the last two hours destroying everything and um, it ends with a, just a great scene and it fade out and it's snowing and everything's great. Christmassy. Um, number 11. I think this is probably one of the most um, significant things is that the writer himself said it's a Christmas movie. In 2020, uh, Stephen D'Souza, the co-writer of Die Hard, made a compelling case that not only is Die Hard a Christmas movie, uh, Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie than a seasonal classic White Christmas. 
is what he was quoted as saying. Pretty strong, pretty strong evidence right there when the co-writer says Christmas movie. Um, and number 12, the last uh, point that uh, that I'm going to make here is that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, is that judging from searches and data on Google, uh, the traffic spikes every single December. A year after year after year, it has significantly increased going up to search on if it is a Christmas movie. Um, so now, if you look here, yes, it was released. It was released July 12th, 1988. However, uh, every single Christmas, you can find Die Hard played as one of their movies to watch during Christmas. Um, another another thing that um, that I will mention is that in 2017, the National Film Registry put Die Hard in for preservation. Um, the Library of Congress also said that culturally, historically, and aesthetically, this movie is significant, all due to the Christmas Eve setting. Think what you will, say what you want to, but in my opinion, like I said, which is usually right, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So I think uh, what we should do is we should all listen to Stupid History Move Minute, listen to the countdowns, because I think there's going to be a lot of fun movies on that on that list. Uh, see what Kev's going to think, because I think I know Kev's going to have an opinion on this. Um, I'm going to see if he's going to agree with me or not. But um, that is my opinion. I think this is a fun topic to debate. Uh, let me know. Let me know what you think. There's a comment section at the end of this uh, podcast that you can put it on. Let me know if you think it's a Christmas music or not. Uh, but just a short little episode here. I think it's a great movie. I think the cast in the movie uh, was great. There's some, the villains were great. This is always going to be a fun movie to watch. I think that it stands up uh, through time. It really put Bruce Willis on the map. I mean, he was a, he was one of the action heroes that got paid a lot of money for this movie. Uh, but it is a fun movie to watch. It's one that I'll watch every Christmas time when it comes out. I can't think of another time of the year that I would sit down and watch Die Hard. Um, the original one is the best one. The other ones that came after it were horrible. Uh, so there's only one that I would watch was the original. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, you should definitely sit down and watch it. It's going to be on probably five or six different channels uh, that will play it. Uh, I know it'll be on AMC. Um, it should be on probably Paramount. It should be on a couple different ones that you should be able to find. But uh, definitely check it out. Um, but yes, uh, good movie, good argument. But let me know. Let me know what you think. Uh, be sure to, again, check out all the uh, the fine folks over at unfiltered studios give them a listen i know that they would appreciate it if you like what you listen to here um make sure you can give me a, a, a rating share it let everybody else know um and again make sure that if you uh you want to check us out on wednesdays 
on the Unfiltered Sports uh, podcast. We would certainly appreciate it. And uh, you tune into the live the live broadcast. It should be a lot of fun. So with that, I will leave you for this week. And uh, as always, uh, whatever you do, uh, have a great week. Whatever you do, make sure you work hard, play hard. But whatever you do, make sure you nailed it. podcast is a production of unfiltered studios if you would like to know more about joining unfiltered studios please visit our website at unfpod.com for more information mm, nailed it